This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and it's Friday. I'm Tyler, and the article I'm about to share comes from the Bigger Pockets blog. You can find a wealth of information on the site, or by searching Bigger Pockets in any podcast app. Maybe that's how you found this show. So let's get to it. How to estimate. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Future CapEx Expenses on a Rental Property by Brandon Turner Let's talk about my hell house, the property that taught me the importance of CapEx in real estate. I bought the home for an incredibly cheap price, just $40,000. What a steal, right? I put another forty grand into fixing it up and then refinanced, following the Burr strategy, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. It was all downhill from there. I thought I was going to make a decent monthly profit on the property, but the truth is that I don't. In fact, I lose money every single year. Every single year. Why? CapEx, or capital expenditures. Here's how to avoid your own hell house. What are capital expenditures? Analyzing properties correctly is important. Without doing the right math before investing, you'll never get the right profit. Most of us can estimate simple expenses like repairs, vacancy, and property management fees. But those aren't the only operating expenses, and nearly every new investor struggles with capital expenditures, or CapEx. What is CapEx? It's those expensive, big-ticket items that need to be replaced every so often, but not every month or year. This could include roofs, appliances, driveways, or plumbing systems. 
CapEx is the reason I lose money every year on my hell house. Over the past year, I made about $1,000 in cash flow. But last week, I got a call from my property manager letting me know the bathroom flooring needed to be redone. Total cost of this expense? $1,200. Another year of losing money on the hell house. (laughs) Another way to think of CapEx. If you earned $100 per month in cash flow for 10 years, making $12,000 total, and then re-roof the property, costing you $12,000, what did you really accomplish? Hopefully, the value increased during that time, but that's an appreciation game I don't really play. For a smart burr in buy-and-hold investing strategy, you want to make sure the property actually produces cash flow. How to Estimate CapEx Like repairs, CapEx is difficult to estimate. It depends on a lot of different factors, such as the property's condition, age, and type. Your investment property might be a 3,000-square-foot single-family house built in 2005. Mine might be a 1925-plex that hasn't been updated in 30 years. Is the CapEx going to be the same? Of course not. While there is no single CapEx number you should stick to, you can sit down and estimate how many years a roof or an appliance will last. What is the condition of your plumbing? What will a new driveway cost? Divide the estimated cost by the number of years the system has left. To do this, start by listing every big-ticket item that might need to be replaced in the next 20 years. I have a chart at biggerpockets.com to help you get started, but understand that your area might have different expenses. The chart lists 13 of the major capital expenditures that a typical property has, then looks at the total replacement cost for that item and its useful life. This tells us how much per year we should be saving to replace that item. We can then break that figure down into a monthly price. Again, you can find the handy chart at biggerpockets.com. Just look for this blog article entitled Estimating CapEx Real Estate. You'll find it. The problem with estimating CapEx. However, there are limitations to estimating capital expenditures this way for real estate investors. The chart assumes that everything was brand new when the property was purchased, but as any landlord knows, things don't break down evenly. Your plumbing may only have a few years left, or perhaps the paint is peeling and the appliances are already 30 years old. The average of $182.75 might be true on a monthly basis for the example that we did on the chart, but let's say you start saving today and then are hit with a $5,000 roof replacement bill next year then you wouldn't have enough cash set aside to cover that new roof. However, it's important to take an inventory of what will need to be replaced sooner rather than later and save extra just for those items. And this is also an important argument for why cash reserves are so important. Things don't break down evenly. Finally, keep in mind that the example you can see at biggerpockets.com is just a fictional example. Each item may cost more or less for you, and you may have expenditures that I didn't list. The point of the chart is to merely show how to calculate CapEx for a property. I would recommend that you sit down with an Excel spreadsheet and determine what CapEx in your area looks like. Over time, you'll come up with a general ballpark number that you can use for most deals in your area. For example, when I'm using the Bigger Pockets rental property calculator, I typically assume about 200 bucks per month for CapEx for single-family homes and about 8% of the gross rent for multifamily properties. 
How CapEx can make a $40,000 house a bad deal. Notice that the chart we presented wouldn't change much for a $400,000 property versus a $40,000 property. Sure, you might need to replace more windows or a bigger roof, but that won't hugely affect your calculations. In other words, just because with a $400,000 purchase price is 10 times more expensive than one that is $40,000 doesn't mean its roof, windows, or paint will also be 10 times more expensive. CapEx is a much greater percentage of the income when dealing with lower-priced properties. On a home that rents for $2,000 per month, the CapEx of $200 per month is 10% of the income. On a home that rents for $600 per month, that $200 per month CapEx makes up a whopping 30% of the rent. So all those $15,000 houses for sale in the Midwest might seem like a screaming deal, but be sure to run the numbers and make sure it pencils out after CapEx. After all, you don't want to end up with a hell house like mine. Thanks for listening to this show and enjoy your weekend. Me? I'll be back here with another show tomorrow. I can't remember the last time I took a day off.